I think if you knew me as a child, you would say that I was restless. I think my teachers would have said I was restless. I always wanted to go places and see things. Maybe it was because my father was a commercial airline pilot flying people across the country. Seeing him head out for works without me made me restless. As we made our way to Catholic school every morning, we had about a 20-minute drive through country roads, state roads, over Interstate 69, as well as city streets. Watching morning rush hour made me restless about every, where everybody was going. Surely it was more exciting than the confines of a classroom. I remember thinking that the worst place on earth to live would be beside a major highway. I mean, not only would it be loud, but I would always wonder where all those people were going. Early FOMO, as we call it, fear of missing out. The truck heading west, the family heading east for Christmas, others who might be taking some road trip in an adventure or vacation, the people that were moving to a new town. That sense of always wanting to be on the move has been a bit sedated. I prefer my recliner in my bed now, but I do like to sightsee and travel from time to time, and I want to see things and people and how they live, where they eat and shop and pray and so on. And when I go out of my house, wherever I go, I'm also reminded of our communal mission as Christians that Jesus gave us in our gospel today. For based on our gospel, there's a sense that we shouldn't be too comfortable just as Jesus' disciples during his time were not comfortable as well. To an extent, restlessness is built into our vocation as Christians, while always being comfortable at home is kind of antithetical to our mission, which is why I think so many people have struggled with COVID-19. It's made it harder. We should always be on the move, be it across the country or world, like many of the saints and missionaries, or even just across the street or to our workplace, carrying the gospel message with us. We have a scriptural puzzle that is coming together as we make our way through the first weeks of ordinary time as we reflect on St. Mark's gospel. Two weeks ago, our gospel included Jesus' mission statement that is doing his ministry, he would build the kingdom of God on earth. If you recall last weekend, the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time, St. Mark shows us Jesus' ministry, including casting out demons and evil and evil spirits as he spoke with authority. And in the process, he freed people from bondage so that they could live life to the full. Today, we get further insight that Jesus was always restless too. As the scriptures tell us, he will never have a place to lay his head. He will always be on the lookout for new areas where his gospel needed to be preached. This also has been the mark of Jesus' followers. In every age and culture, the church is restless. She has had missionaries, men and women of generous spirit that were always and often happy and successful in their secular lives. But then they saw a void out on the horizon. They realized that the gospel was not being preached among neglected cultures, ethnic groups, or social classes. So they stepped in courageously and made, moved into these neighboring towns, as Jesus calls them, 
so that the gospel of God's love could be preached there as well. Paul and Barnabas were the first. They left their prosperous community of Antioch to bring the good news to the Greek cities of Asia Minor. 1,000 years later, St. Francis of Assisi turned his back on his noble and wealthy life and lived as a brother among the poorest people of his area. Francis Xavier left an, a, a promising academic post and headed to India, begging others to join him in a land that was bereft of Jesus' message. In our own time, Mother Teresa, comfortable, comfortable and successful in a well-established religious order, left it and decided to move and found a new community, founded a new community dedicated to the dying of the streets of Calcutta that went on beyond throughout the whole world, seeing that people needed to see Jesus in the eyes of the poorest of the poor. Today, even from our own parish, there are missionary college students that spread the good news to their peers, while seminarians and sister have left all behind in the footsteps of Jesus and his early followers. Many also are called to be missionaries to their children and to their grandchildren and to their brothers and sisters and neighbors. Interestingly, Father Mark Spitzer, former president of Gonzaga University, detailed that restlessness in a book that he wrote called Healing the Culture. It's a restlessness that can lead us to greater and greater sense of fulfillment and happiness so long as we stay on the move. He details that material pleasure leads us to temporary happiness, that we love things for a bit and then those things wear out, a dream home that all of a sudden becomes too small, following the fashion trends that come and go, a shiny car that begins to age, the latest toys that satisfy us, but only for a time. But then we find ourselves restless for something else. That sense of wearing out leads many to be successful in the world, in business, in athletics, and other facets of our personal lives. It's a higher sense of happiness as we put our God-given talents to work. But eventually, we are wearied by constant competition, which leads that us to a new restlessness. That it's a desire to just make a difference in the world, to make a contribution. Successful people make a difference in their lives as in the food pantry or missionary work or at a clinic or a foundation for the poor. Spitzer believes that this movement leads us to God and makes us serenely happy. So many today are stuck in the most primitive levels of happiness with our stuff and our worldly successes. But instead of moving toward altruism and contribution, we sedate ourselves with more and more stuff and the fight for more worldly success. And we try to satisfy that restlessness in the process with temporary passing things. It happens to most of us at one time or another, though, that we find the courage to break new ground, to be reconciled with someone who hurt our family, to move into some field where our services are needed. Maybe we're committed to teach the faith or to care for an elderly person. This passage celebrates such moments as, of grace 
in the life of Jesus and also in our own lives. This is why the church will always, by her nature, be missionary, for there will always be restlessness, and it only can be satisfied in the human heart by Jesus. And when we are missionaries, even in our families and our neighborhoods, we find happiness because we found Jesus. It'd be good to spend some time praying about a couple of words in Jesus's words today in in our gospel. For this purpose have I come, he says. For this purpose have I come. Like so many phrases in the Bible, it's a brief and seemingly simple, but it can transform our consciousness radically. For when Christians neglect our missionary mission, it is always because we have forgotten the reason why it came in the first place. So let us see restlessness in our lives for what it it truly is. It's a call for God, from God, to a deeper happiness of life. And instead of falling into sin and selfishness and laying on the couch, let us pray about where God is calling us to go.